You are listening to the Legal Community Podcast, hosted by Guy Remond and Dave Zampano, powered by Guider. Guider provides self-service online legal documents supported by your local attorney. Fast, affordable, and in your own time. For more information and resources, please visit guider.legal and enjoy the show. and you are listening to the Legal Community Podcast. And this is episode eight. Today, Guy and Dave are joining us and we're actually going to be talking about the power of community. Bold statement, a lot of different things. I think we can all sit back and think of the different organizations that we have been a part of and the power of the community and how it pulls people together, forms collaboration. And I think you two have such a great story just to talk about the power of community. So Guy, tag, you're it. Okay, well, I shall start. So, you know, as you probably can tell from the accent, I'm from the UK and and, and Dave, my business partner and comrade <laughs> in action, is, is obviously from uh, New York and, and, and the US. But we actually met through a, a community and it was an entrepreneurial community. We've both been members for many years, Dave, haven't we? And yep. we've both been in reality. Yeah, and, and I think I'm 15. So, We've been a member of this community for, for years, but actually only came across each other properly, probably two years ago now, roughly. We started to kind of informally chat then, didn't we? Yeah, we were both members of a community called The Strategic Coach, and they run a, a program for entrepreneurs, so basically making successful entrepreneurs even more successful, something both Dave and I feel really passionate about. We were introduced in Toronto, I think, at a, a lunch table by a a friend of ours, a mutual acquaintance called Ash, also yeah. based in the UK. In the UK, is required to have three initials in their name, just three, you know, three letters in their name: Ash, Guy. You know. Yeah, I'm not sure that's a UK thing, but yeah, you're right. We, we do, we do. <laughs> and you know, Ash was listening to you talk about an idea you had, and he also knew what I did for a living. So I'm from the IT side. You're from the the legal side, in particular, wills and trusts, estate planning, and um, you know, he, he initiated the conversation. And I remember, I, I can picture it to this day, Dave, when we were sat around that table at lunchtime with our salad and meat and all the really nice food you get at these coach meetings, kind of chewed the fat. And I remember at the end, I think it was probably four o'clock, you had to leave early to get your plane, slightly early. And you yeah. just gave me your business card on the way out and said, uh, you know, well, that's my number. We need to we need to have a chat. And, and, and listen, you know, we've come a long way since then. You know, two things stand out for me from that meeting, Guy. So if we, if we think back about community, the first thing that stood out was Ash. Our last podcast, we talked about how the legal industry is changing, and we talked about how, you know, non-lawyers now, you know, it's only a matter of time before they can own law firms. Well, how Ash and I got talking was he asked what I did, and I shared that I had a national legal organization of lawyers and that I have de- that I had developed the software that generates legal documents and processes and and systems to run a law firm. Well, he goes, oh, my God, I do that in the UK. Now, what's interesting is Ash was not a lawyer. I'm like, what do you mean you do it in the UK? You're a lawyer? He says, no, 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 no. That's not law in the UK. You don't have to be a lawyer to do that. And he actually processes and does trusts and wills and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. So it was interesting how it tied into our last podcast about non-lawyers. So Ash... Said, well, you got to teach me how you do this programming so that I can, because he was basically doing it manually 
to like a word fillable type program. So I did share that. And then he said, hey, you need to meet Guy because Guy's a technical and he's built a whole company on, on creating user experience and user interface. And so it's just so funny how all this blends together called community. Then you add to it the other communities, right? Strategic coach Dan Sullivan, the founder and really brilliant entrepreneur, then introduces us, right, to Abundance 360, Peter Diamantes, and and then Joe Polish. There's all these other communities that are out there in the world. And then like-minded communities come together, change the world, if you think about it, right? So I think about how what binds us all as strategic coaches, the concept of entrepreneur, right? How do we how do we use our talents to impact the world? How do we deliver a service or a product that the world needs in a more efficient, more economical, better way? Then Peter Diamantes comes on with his whole Abundance 360 mindset. Loved his book, Abundance. Uh, if anyone hasn't read that, I really, really encourage you to read Peter's Abundance book. And I, I know he had a second one that came out after it. Bold, but, bold, wasn't it? Bold, then- yeah. This yeah. is third one. Uh, the, it's, the future is faster than you think, which is uh, yeah. very relevant to this conversation. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's about aligning ourselves first with other people that think like us, right? So that's the first place of community. I think about, you know what I think about community when we talk about community? I actually think about my mom. Why my mom? My mom, so for any women listening to this, take a deep breath. My mom had 11 children in 12 years. No twins. Now, when you think about that, my mother was pregnant when you start kindergarten. She, You graduate high school, she was still pregnant. And if you think about what it took for my mother to raise 10 children, I have three. And sometimes I think I'm like the exorcist with the head that spins around. Uh, now, they're all adults now, so I'm, I'm past all that crazy part. But if you think about it, that's our first community, isn't it, is our family. And that's been bifurcated a lot with divorce and all the other things. So our first ultimate community, that's what, I mean, how did you raise 10 kids? Oh, and by the way, did I mention my mother was an entrepreneur? Her and my father took the family business from my grandfather and increased it 37-fold over 25 years. Wow, that takes a community. What I remember is that people would ask my mother, how did you do it, Jean? And she'd say, well, I had help. I had other people that thought like me. My mother always said, Dave, when you get married, you can argue with your significant other about what color you're going to paint the room, but you can't argue about whether the kids are going to be baptized. So she said, you know, you got to have the same value. So that was our first community we were introduced to, right? Our family. Now, when I think about the strategic coach community, that's a community of people just like me that view our job as entrepreneurs is to bring better things to people easier and simpler. And then you get people like Peter Diamantes and Joe Polish to join Strategic Coach, and then they have concepts, and then they build communities of like-minded people. So the first step of community is building the like-minded people. The second is finding other like-minded communities. And then that's how I think this all grows into utopia. You know, communities actually, in reality, as you've just explained, from a social viewpoint, have been around for, well, forever, since the existence of man, because t- together people realize they're stronger. Maybe community used to be called tribes. You know, it was, it's always been there. And actually, I think business now has, has begun to realize that the days of hard selling and cold calling and all that kind of advertising in magazines and, and so on, you know, those days are, are, are 
largely behind us, I think. And they're realizing that community, uh, building a community of like-minded people who enjoy their services or work in their sector or whatever it is that binds these people together, building that community is actually the modern way of selling to people. You, you don't sell to people like you used to. The way you sell to people is by demonstrating expertise and by providing value before you've sold them anything. And that might come in the form of you might do a talk, you know, in, in the old days, it might be at your local church and you do a talk on whatever your your hobby is, stamp collecting, I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> and, and nowadays people, you know, you know, my, my personal example is that we built a successful software engineering company through demonstrating expertise of my engineering team. We did not have a salesperson. We did not have an account manager. We, we, we just didn't have that in place. We didn't need it. What we had was a whole bunch of passionate engineers who wanted to shout about what they did, and they wanted to add value to their community, their technical community. And when they did that, whether it be user group talks, whether it be blogs, whether that be books, whether that be conference talks, uh, uh, whether that be like a, a magazine article. There's a whole plethora of ways that you can communicate to your community and 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 help them and provide value to them before you ever talk to them about they can buy your services, if you like. And I think that is becoming more and more prevalent in business, building a community that it, it revolves around the services you offer, but it's from people who from your sector and, and are likely to consume that service. And that's really what Dan's done at Strategic Coach. He's built a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and they produce tons of content. And from that, they get inbound calls. They don't need a sales team per se. And the same with Peter Diamond is at A360, as you've mentioned. Interesting. When I think of community, the number one word that comes to mind is contribution. You know, you you talked about, you made a subtle reference that, you know, the new way to sell is through community. And and I think the word isn't anymore sell, it's share, right? When you're in a community, you're not selling anything, you're sharing. People want what you have because you're in a community of like-minded people. So naturally they want it. So how do we share it, right? How do we contribute? How do we add? So one of the things, two positives, the first part is, our world has become so insane. We've become so busy, so much information and content being thrown at us that most of us scramble with having enough downtime, right? You can read that. Just open up your phone. You're going to see things everywhere about, you know, people are just overtaxed with information, overtaxed, overtaxed. Nobody's getting their downtime. I'm reading a book right now called Sabbath. It's a spiritual type book, but it's not. It's saying that the, the human body was meant to rest, to take downtime, and that we have lost. So I think what makes communities even more important is that people aren't getting that downtime so that when you are going, if you can be with a group of people that are like you, and that gives you a sense of downtime because we're making contributions. I think of my mother in that first community where she needed help, 10 kids all a year apart, and in some cases, I got a couple siblings that are less than a year apart. You need help. It takes a community. So when you think about even selling, the idea of selling, and again, I'm sorry I used this terrible analogy, but that would be like, like so many marketers are like, hi, I'm Dave. You know, you meet somebody the opposite sex or same sex, whatever your preference is. You say, hi, I'm Dave. You want to go to bed together? You know, that's just not the way to sell yourself right now. doesn't mean a lot of people won't say yes quickly, 
but it doesn't, I'm pretty sure those relationships won't last, right? So community is a sense of people that agree on some core concepts, core ideas. I think the other key element of, of community is contribution, Guy. What do you think? It is. It's about giving to the community and, and adding value w- without asking for anything in return. You do that and you do it in the right way and you demonstrate your expertise, then you know, my experience of that is absolutely you will win more business than if you try and sell directly to people without offering anything. My mother always said, you know, those sayings, my mom, where, you know, my mother always said, and I always have to qualify. Remember, my mom was the entrepreneur of my dad that grew the business 37 fold in 25 years. She always said, Dave, I said, mom, how'd you do it? She said, Dave, words I live by, put your head down, work hard, give people more than they expect, and the rest will happen. And I got to tell you, guy, I don't know if you can speak for yourself. I'd love to hear your opinion on this. In any endeavor I've ever undertaken, I've never looked at the value of it in terms of dollars. I've never said, oh, I'm going to make X amount of dollars if I go develop this. What I said was, how many people can it help? What will be the impact on the user? How will this make things better? When you start in that mindset, I got to tell you, the money always follows. I never go looking for money, but money finds me. Right. And why? When you create value and you contribute, I'm going to use that word share instead of sell. You share your goodness. You share your ideas. You have that abundance. Abundance finds you. And it all starts with the communities we surround ourselves with. Yeah. And, you know, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on the, you know, obviously we've, we've, we've built the guider platform and we're continually developing it and improving it. And, and as you've just described, we're, you know, adding value even before we've taken any money for, for it. But I'd be interested to hear your your, your opinion on, you know, uh, the, the community side of, of things for, for Guider and how the community can help each other, almost like surround themselves around the platform and use the platform to, 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 to help each other. Yeah, I love that idea. So one of the things, you know, I, I get this all the time in my practice, you know, people who die without a will. I was going to get to it. I didn't have the time. Other things, what we're finding with the Guider platform is this. We can go to local employers, right? Everybody's busy. You know who I worry about? You know, one of the things that motivated me to kind of do Guider with you? The young people, right? The young people, young families. I'm an attorney. I've seen what happens when somebody dies unexpectedly. And that happens at all ages. Now, when they're older, it's easier to deal with. I'll tell this quick story. I had a woman... Guy came to me. They built their dream home. They had three young kids, and it was Memorial Day weekend. They built a lot of it themselves. It was a log cabin and the new home. They had just moved into it. And the wife was up on the roof doing one of the last chores, caulking the skylight, loses her footing, falls off the roof, hits her head on the concrete, and dies. This was early in my practice. This has such a profound impact on me. I'm like, Thank God she had life insurance, but then the husband gets this half a million dollars of life insurance. Now, this is 25 years ago. Half a million dollars is a lot of money. He was a great guy. He wasn't out looking for wine, woman, and son. He's like, okay, I got to use this money now. I got to take care of my kids. I got three kids. I got to put through college. I just lost my wife. I lost one. So he had this idea. He wants to go start a restaurant. I'm like, where would you get an idea of the restaurant? It's one of the hardest businesses. Oh, no, I got this great idea. I want to open this fish restaurant in central New York. The, the closest place you can fish is the closest oceans five hours away. What do you mean? You know, you want to bring in fish from Cape Cod. 
Long story short, he was passionate. He had all the right intentions. He lost 250 of the 500,000. You just don't go open up a restaurant. He was well-intentioned, but wrong application, right? And so now we have a double catastrophe, right? So planning for young people with children was a, was a primary reason. So when do people have time? So one of the things, everybody has time to go to work, right? So guy, you're talking about how do we apply this in the community? So one of the things we've been doing in my own local law firm, because remember, this is ground up. Guider's not some big master company out in the universe. It starts through the local lawyer. So in our own local law firm, we're using Guider to go to large employers in the community and offer lunchtime lunch and learns where people on their lunch hour can learn how to do their own will, healthcare proxy, and power of attorney on their own schedule at a deep discounted price than if they had to come into the law firm. And then we even pass on discounts to that community event holder. So that employer, we said, look, for any of your employees to come, we're going to pass on an additional discount because we want to appreciate you giving them the time during their workday to get this stuff done to protect their family. Because nothing's more important than if that young mother or father dies, they've got to provide for those young children in a way that ensures they're protected beyond. And that can all be done simply. It's very complicated if you got to go to lawyers. So again, the Guider platform is a way to help build communities and give them access to things that were harder to typically access. Lawyers are pretty hard to access. But again, having a, a new platform and a new way for lawyers to communicate directly with the consumers. And, and then even doing community-wide events where we've been asked to go speak, we, we actually do we do online trainings, come into the room, we'll help you do your wills together with virtual ones now with Zoom. Okay, everybody hop on, we'll kind of walk through it and show you, you could be doing your own while we're kind of guiding you through. So it brings that sense of community back on, onto simpler things that were often considered very complicated. And again, not to diminish the lawyer, but to empower the lawyer to have more value to a greater audience that otherwise wouldn't access them or him or her. Yeah, I think I think my my kind of final point because we're coming to the end of the podcast, Dave, is that one of the things we're doing, I believe, with 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 Guider is we are giving the the lawyers, the local lawyers, to, the ability to access technology. Actually, takes a lot of expertise and a lot of money to 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 implement, and it's very hard for a small firm to understand how to. Never mind be able to pay for this kind of service you know you've seen how long it's taken us to to put yeah. it together from the ground up so it's fit for purpose and i'm from that industry and you're from the industry and we're working yeah. together on this so i believe that we are building a, a community of law firms uh, we're democratizing that the ability to access platforms like this and we're going to help them and educate them in this this new world and i guess we're passing on our expertise and there'll be lots of videos and support on the platform so to really help that so the the community and, and the community can also help themselves a little bit so you know it doesn't always have to come from us you know if joe blog's lawyer is struggling with something they can post on a forum and say i'm really struggling with this anyone else had uh, uh, you know come across this issue before and, and and another lawyer can come in and, and and help them so you know there's all sorts of ways using technology to democratize the uh, ability to use these types of services and make them accessible and affordable to the whole legal community including all the local lawyers you know what stands out to me too guy you and i've been working on this now probably you know 15 almost 18 months millions of dollars and we're not even 
done. We we got a lot more to go, and we're going to continue to invest lots of our time, talents, and resources into this. Why? And the beautiful part of this is the local lawyer doesn't pay for a penny. It's an as-used basis, so they don't. There's no cost, and this is how we simplify things. So there's no cost unless the consumer is actually using it, and then it's just paid from you know, their revenue generated uh, by their legal services that the platform enables them to do. So again, keeping it simple, getting the cost down for the lawyer, ultimately getting the cost down for the consumer helps everybody. And in the end, what happens is you get people that have estate plans, which is important, right? So that, that woman that fell off the roof, you know, she has the comfort of knowing that that plan was done. Uh, it's, a, it's, a no, it's, a, it's a noble pursuit, Dave. That's what you're saying, isn't it? It is. It's a win-win-win is what I would say. It's a win for the consumer. It's definitely a win for the attorneys and it's a win for the community. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. Like I said, I've never looked, undertaken any endeavor and nor am I in the communities am I in do we endeavor to make money. That's not a noble cause. It's what can we do to improve and help? And then we get feedback from the community on even how to improve it, right? So that's what's what's really great about this is utilizing the knowledge and skills of everyone. And as long as we all think alike, right? We have an, you know, in our organization, we have the six core values. We're open, curious, aware, collaborative, adaptable, and generous. Those six core values are true of all of our membership, right? The community, we want them to have those six core values. Again, service is really important. Generosity, right? Collaboration. Open, curious, you know, if you think you know all the answers, get out of the game, right? You got to be curious. You got you to be full of wonder and, and, and questions. So I, that's what's exciting about the community. I love the guider community we're building, Guy. I, I love having you next to me as my partner to build that. And I'm excited to see the community that continues to grow. And again, the power of community. As a matter of fact, we're going to have a guider community section right on our website at guider.legal as well. So thank you for listening to everyone out there to the Legal Community Podcast. And remember, you can always subscribe, review, and of course, visit guider.legal for more information. Thank you for listening to the Legal Community Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Visit us at guider.legal for more information and please review and share this show. We'll see you next time.